Good morning, this is Eileen Epps Hamilton within the Word Ministries, and I'd like to welcome you to this week's edition of Morning Reflections, where we help you begin your day with God. For the last few weeks, we've talked about our identity and identity crisis, and how do we as Christians move closer to being conformed to the image of Christ. As a capstone to this study, I'd like to spend today talking about identification with Christ. Our scripture will come out of Galatians 2.20. I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. In the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. While identity denotes the set of characteristics that constitutes our essential self or personal uniqueness, it also describes our sameness, and we talked about that earlier. For example, uh, we may identify with a particular region of the country, Midwesterners versus New Yorkers, or a certain demographics, baby boomers versus Gen X versus millennials, or even certain causes, uh, mad, mothers against drunk drivers, or save the well. Our identity with certain groups may be intentional in hopes of elevating our status or gaining influence. Identification with Christ is, however, what really matters. Identification for the purpose of our teaching today denotes association in name, feeling, interest, or action. When identification is used in this manner, it is usually followed by the preposition with, such as, he prefers not to identify himself with that group. How do we identify with Christ? And what does it look like in our lives is the question we pose today. Mark Hankins, in his book, The Power of Identification in Christ, gives us great insight as to where identification with Christ begins. Your identification with Christ, or who you are in Christ, begins with the grace of God. God puts you in place where you can see His glory and get in His presence, know and experience Him. This grace of God was demonstrated to us through the gift of his son, Jesus Christ. In Titus 3, 4 through 6, it says, But when the kindness and the love of God our Savior toward man appear, he saved us through the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Spirit. So how do we begin this journey of identifying with Christ? We begin identification with Christ with his death first. Before Christ came into our lives, we were dead in our trespasses. We were bound by our human tendencies to follow the impulses and temptations generated by the lust of the eyes, the flesh, and the pride of life. Now with Christ, our old nature has been put to death. This dying to sin and self is possible as a result of the atoning work of Jesus Christ on the cross. 
We identify with Christ in his burial. What do you do with dead things? You bury them. Sin is no longer operative or effective in the believer's life. We do not have to respond to sin's demand, and we are released from Satan's control over our life. To return to a life of sin is as unthinkable for a Christian as for one to dig up a dead corpse. We identify with Christ in his resurrection. We have been quickened or made alive by the Spirit, as outlined in Ephesians 2, 1, and 5. And we are raised by the power of God into newness of life. This power, dynamis, is the same power that God used when he raised Christ from the grave. It is now the believer's privilege and responsibility to appropriate that power in our Christian life. Lastly, we identify with Christ in his glorification. Since we died and were raised with Christ, we will also be glorified with him. Ephesians 2 and 6. The believer's greatest hope is to partake in the future glory with Christ. This hope outweighs any trial we may experience now and becomes the goal of our high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Through identification with Christ's glorification, we see the culmination of God's plan of salvation. Why is identification with Christ important? By identifying with Christ's death, burial, resurrection, and glorification, we begin to shed ourselves of the earthly entrapments that compete for God's love and affection. Christ becomes the standard as to what true love and obedience looks like, love for our Father and love for one another. During this process of identification, transformation begins. Our spirit man no longer must be coaxed to do what is right, but finds joy in fulfilling God's purpose as willing bond servants to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Our identification with Christ is our personal witness and commitment to the values and benefits, the beliefs that are associated with him. Our life is not now hidden in Christ and our attention is focused on heavenly agendas and kingdom building. In the identification process, we become conformed to the image of Christ, which has always been the desire of the Father. It is through our identification with our Savior that we achieve our true identity of Christ-likeness. Well, that's it for today, and I really have enjoyed this whole discussion on identification with Christ. Um, read about it on your own. Open your concordance in your Bible and, and read his word and see what his spirit says to you about how you can move into closer identification with him. Thank you. Have a great day. Share our podcast with your friends and family. And guess what? We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.